0: Hi, it's Katie, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneur Podcast, and today we have Natalie Lavelock uh, from Natalie Lavelock Coaching and Consulting. Thank you so much, Natalie, for being here with us today.
1: Thank you, Katie. I am thrilled to be a part of your program.
0: <laughs> um, can you give us a, uh, why don't you give us some background uh, about how, what type of nurse you are and how you got started and how that led to where you are now?
1: Yeah, so um I am actually call myself nurse instigator. (laughs) No. Um, so my career started as a labor and delivery nurse. Um, and the reason I joke about being an instigator is that, um, it wasn't long after working on the floor where I started to see gaps in care and They drove me crazy because I knew we could be doing better for our patients. And so I started developing programs and quality improvement initiatives and things like that to fill those gaps so that our patients were getting the best care possible. Um, And I did that so much to the extent that eventually administration was like, we have to find a new place for you. We have to give you a new home. And so they developed the clinical educator position for the organization Um, I was the first clinical educator and then they ended up bringing on three more educators Um, and really most of what I did was I did do training I did quality improvement um, and program development then for over 15 years
0: It's amazing that they uh, didn't know what they didn't have until you were like putting all this stuff together and then all of a sudden they needed four of you. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's too funny. Uh, So how did you go from that to starting a business?
1: Great question. Um, I became an entrepreneur because I was given the incredible opportunity. We had um, a new CEO, a new director of nurses take over, and they felt like it would be an incredible time to offer me a quote unquote, this is, this is all audio, so you can't see my air quotes, um, a promotion. Oh, nice. <laughs> so they said, Natalie, we're actually, we're gonna eliminate the clinical educator position and we would like for you to move into management and i said wonderful that you know that was something that's like the next rung on the ladder and you get the new title and it's all exciting and who doesn't want to be in management and da da, da 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 and then it hit me that what they meant by move into management was not just work a 40 hour week but with the department that i would be over i was going to be on call 24/7 working nights weekends and holidays and it was actually going to take me even further away from my family than give me more time with my family. and I believe that God gave me my three little boys to raise, and that if I took that position, then somebody else was going to be raising them.
0: yeah no that, that. <laughs> It's so true because when you said nurse management, you saw my face. I was just like, (laughs) well, first thing I thought of is 24-7 nights, weekends, holidays, more work and, you know, ultimately less pay because it just doesn't work out financially and more of a headache. (laughs)
1: Yes. And, and honestly, you know, my first responsibility has to be to those children. Mm -hmm. That is my first job. And so I I turned down the promotion and I had to start finding a way to make money fast,
0: right? So they eliminated your job anyway and... Yep. Okay. Yep.
1: That, that was a the decision they were going to make. They were, you know, new people coming in. They didn't have the history of what all had been happening and the changes within the organization. Um, they just knew that that's what they were going to do, which is fine, you know, Um, it's given me the opportunity to, to move into entrepreneurship. And that's something that I wouldn't trade for the world. So I now have more flexibility to do things with my kids as they need to throughout the day and do the whole mom thing. And that's great. Um, But as far as, you know, moving into entrepreneurship, a lot of people look at me and they're, they're kind of like, well, you were a nurse and now you're this, basically falling in the realm of a business coach. Like how does that make any sense? And I'm like, it's it makes perfect sense because in the hospital I was developing training programs and curriculum and um courses and things like that. And I've just moved that into the entrepreneur space. I'm helping people design their online courses, their high ticket programs, um trainings like if you want to create a certification program for the people that you're working with. It's it's all the same skill set. It's just for a different population.
0: Yeah. No. Correct? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I, it's obvious to me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because that's like one of the things. One, I I just want to say, like those transition periods when new management comes in and stuff. It is kind of exciting. And even if you kind of end up on the chopping block, so to speak, there is. You know, to me, that's in a really exciting period of time, and that that kind of a similar thing happened to me because I was working for a corporate Walmart, and they came in and and kind of chopped out a lot of the, our senior management team, which I happened to be a part of. And at first, it was just kind of like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? But it was just that push that I needed because I had such a comfortable space working, yes. even though I hated corporate, uh, you know, working in the corporate field. It was just such a nice income, and when they took that away, it was just kind of like okay, well now I'll do what I really want to do because I don't Uh have that comfort level to like contend with.
1: Absolutely. And you know, I don't, I don't know how, how many of your, your listeners or whatever have a strong faith base for me. I felt like, you know, God knows that I would never leave this comfort zone if he gave me, if he didn't lock, bolt and seal that door behind me, he knows I'd just stay here and be miserable, but have a consistent paycheck and survive with those golden handcuffs, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, he has a bigger plan here. And the only way for him to accomplish that plan is to boot me out and lock and seal the door.
0: Right. And I would say like that's a really, really important point because there's so many nurses that are in a comfortable space, but they're frustrated or they're angry or they're just, you know, because that was me in the hospital. I would walk into the hospital and it just all this anger would take over me and people would be like hey Katie how are you i'm like what do you want <laughs> i was just like <laughs> miserable and you see that in some of especially like the older nurses that just kind of let it take over them and they just went for that comfortable paycheck as opposed to trying something new mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so if you hadn't been kind of um promote it and then <laughs> removed, I guess, what do you think would, would have happened and would you have gone to do what you're doing now, just maybe at a slower pace? You
1: know, I, I honestly don't know what I would be doing now because I've had, I've had the, the benefit that a lot of people don't get in a situation like that, but I know the person who took the position that I was offered And I've been able to watch her over the last couple of years. And that's exactly what she's doing. And weekends and holidays. And at the point in time that was offered to me, I was also struggling with adrenal fatigue, stage three adrenal burnout. And so I really feel like my health would have been severely compromised had I chosen ego over risk.
0: um so was is what you do something that you could have done while working another job oh absolutely
1: mm-hmm. so i mean even today i stay on prn with another hospital and um just because i don't want to lose that skill set um but you know i it's fun now because i get to go moonlight and i get to do it when it works for me and when it's convenient and i still get to help people but um you know, for the most part, I have my business that I'm running that gives me the flexibility to do what I need to. And I don't have to worry about, oh my gosh, am I leaving my patients in a bind? Oh my gosh, am I leaving my staff members in a bind and they're having to work a fifth day because I'm doing this other thing? You know, I just don't have that, that guilt. And I have the ability to be the mom that I'm supposed to be for my kids yeah
0: and I feel like any good every good nurse has like four jobs going on right. <laughs> we just keep accumulating them somehow they don't you never get rid of one you just keep adding them <laughs> um, so all right well tell me about um, your business how you decided to how you came up with the idea and what it is that that you're doing um, and how you're helping people
1: yes so as every good entrepreneur does, my first business came out I was um doing Christian life coaching and I failed. That's like the first <laughs> the first rite of passage, right? Um as an entrepreneur, I I just couldn't make it work. I couldn't figure out how to make money from it. I was helping women and and they were making transitions in their life, they were doing good things, but um the financial aspect of it, everybody's like, "Well, basically shouldn't this be like a ministry? Shouldn't this be Free.
0: <laughs> Everybody says that. <laughs> right?
1: Like I, I do have three little mouths to feed, so mama's gonna make money somehow. And um, so I was talking with a friend who's also a coach, and and she actually is in ministry. And she was like, Okay, Natalie, you've got to think about how what skill set do you have that people would actually pay you for? And I went <laughs> oh. <laughs> first, for forehead smack. Um you know, the same thing I've done in the hospital for over 15 years, which is building programs, creating courses, creating training programs. Um, I just have to find a group of people that don't have that already as a skill set that I can, I can provide that service for.
0: Okay. And how did you find that group? How did you narrow that down?
1: Well, trial and error over the years, you know, you start talking with different groups of people and you just kind of see who that resonates with the most.
0: Um, But what kind of programs do you help people to set up?
1: Coaching programs, online courses, um, like I said, certification programs. So if you, let's say you've been working with clients for five or so years and you're getting great results and now you wanna train somebody else to do to implement your methodology and you want to be able to certify them as one of your trained people, we can set up that certification program.
0: Okay, um, and do you have like an example, like a, a student that you've worked with that uh, you've helped either set up a coaching program or online course just so we can uh, wrap our minds around uh, what type of people you help?
1: Yeah, so I work a lot with coaches and speakers um, one of the speakers that I worked with recently, um, she's will, really well known in the, um, real estate industry. And so she gets paid to be on stages. She was making good money, but she's like, I know that I can help more people. I know there's more income to be made. I'm just not sure quite how to do it. And so we built out her. Her coaching program, basically, and we created different levels of that coaching program. And so, at her next event, she ended up closing forty-nine thousand dollars of profit from one weekend speaking event.
0: That's awesome. Um, so, so, um, do you have a specific niche, or you kind of help everybody? Like, how do you identify who's your ideal client, or um, how do you attract people to you?
1: Yeah, my, my, so I attract people to me. I do have a Facebook page and things like that, but mostly through speaking. Um, I'll go and do presentations um, for speakers um, because most speakers need a product of some kind to sell, right? Um, I do work with some coaches that come through, usually those places I go to, I do sponsorships, for business coaches that are putting on events and so that's where I'll meet a lot of the coaches is through those sponsorships.
0: So you sponsor certain events is that what you mean? Okay. Yes. Yep. Um, and, and how do you go about doing something like that? That sounds interesting.
1: So um, it's just it's just a reach out. I start looking for I use my friend Google and I will say you know business coaching event in a particular city, or I'll say speaker events in a certain city. And then it will give me this beautiful list of different offerings that are available in that place. And I find out who's running it, who's in charge. And usually there's a contact number or something. And I'll just reach out and say, Hey, are you looking for people to sponsor or speak at this event? And then they either say yes or no. And we go from there.
0: Uh, that, I, I feel like that's a really great way to advertise. I'm doing air quotes too. Like people can see me because <laughs> you know, I, I can't tell you how many people in my in my Facebook group want to know about Facebook advertising. And, you know, I'm like Facebook advertising is great, but one, I would hire an agency or two, like do some extensive like learning before you do Facebook ads. It's not just like picking an ad up. Whereas like sponsorships where you're physically there, you can talk to people like there's a big difference in that type of Advertising that really puts a personal touch on it. Um, have you done other types of advertising, and you know how does sponsorship fit in there for you?
1: Oh, absolutely. I've done I've done webinars, I've done Facebook ads, I've done all of that kind of stuff, and it, it it's completely different, and it doesn't compare to that one to one connection. Um, and just from an investment perspective, when you're talking about sending. Emails out. When you're talking about Facebook ads, you're looking at about a three percent, three to five percent conversion rate. When you can go and get in front of a group of people and speak and connect and shake their hand and swap stories and all of that kind of stuff, you're looking at about a thirty-five percent conversion rate. And so the return on investment for me, even if I have to get on an airplane to go to that place, it's just so much higher, and it's so much worth the effort to go and connect with real people instead of throwing out these abstract memes and (laughs)
0: hoping somebody
1: will see it and think it's cute.
0: (laughs) Right, right, and plus like with online advertising, it's kind of like you have to hit that person multiple times at multiple different levels. Like you have your cold leads and then you make them warm and then, you know, and that's a lot of money and the amount of money that you end up spending on Facebook ads for, like you said, I mean, three to 5% sounds pretty good to me. Um, whereas actually physically going somewhere and talking to them and seeing if you like them and they like you like that's and to close at such a higher rate because if your message is on par you're going to attract more people to you Mm -hmm. Um, and that's I, I think that's a huge just kind of nugget that you've given people because marketing is an area for nurses where they're very unsure of themselves and they you know they're not sure about again, getting into Facebook ads or Google ads or or whatnot. Um, And really it just comes down to like building relationships with people. Like there used to be business before Facebook ads and how did they do it? They went out and met people face-to-face one-on-one.
1: Right, right. And you know, the funny thing is, is that because we're so social media aware, especially for nurses, there's opportunities that exist in your community that you're completely overlooking, and you're overlooking a skill set that many times nurses are actually really good at. So, most nurses, especially if you're required to have continuing education credits or if your organization has some sort of a career ladder or something like that, many times you're giving presentations to your peers. Many times you're training them. I don't care if you're like a BLS instructor, an NRP instructor, Calm, whatever, um, you're training people. And so, you know how to do a workshop. So you can take those skills that you've you've developed as a nurse and you can apply that to your business in your local community. And workshops are a really great way to start making those connections, start sharing your message, start sharing what you're doing and again because you are in a face-to-face situation and you're building that trust and that rapport with your potential client over the course of several hours, the odds that you're going to walk away from that with a sale of some kind are higher than if you'd spent the same amount of time doing a Facebook ad.
0: Right. It's so true. <laughs> I love that you brought this up because it's, it's really an, an important aspect of building a business and really going back to that one-on-one or just personal contact uh, will make all the difference. And so do you use social media uh, in your business and how do you use it?
1: I do. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I have a Facebook group. I have all of those kinds of things. Um, how I use it. I usually just share inspirational things or business tips or something like that. Um, I try and do a Facebook live weekly, but I, I don't put a whole lot of like, I don't want to say I don't put my heart into it because I do put my heart into it, but I don't use that as my primary business strategy. You know what I mean? So I'm not putting a lot of energy into it because my energy is better used at these events and getting in front of people.
0: Okay, and is that how you work with um, your students that come to you to, for workshops and stuff? Because I, 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 you know, like in my head, I'm seeing this headline, marketing without social media, and it's such a relief to me. I'm just like, oh, thank <laughs> God.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. usually um, my, my clients that I work with, we do it over Zoom. So I've got clients all over the US, I've got some in Canada, um, and we do most of our work virtually, but yeah, trainings and workshops and all of that kind of stuff, those are great. And that's usually how I start working with my clients, too, the way I start coaching
0: them. Is the way that you teach them how to find uh-huh. clients. Well, that makes the uh-huh. most sense. <laughs> uh, okay, so tell us uh, more about just kind of the programs that you have and, um, you know, how Nurses or anybody that listening would know that they need to come to you. um, How would they know?
1: Well, they would know that they needed to come to me if They wanted to create a program that they could make money with if they wanted to create a product whether it's a training kit whether it's an online course um, anything like that where they can start reaching more people where they can establish their credibility in the marketplace, where they can position themselves in, as an expert in the marketplace and really demonstrate their commitment to excellence and proficiency in their niche.
0: And what do you what, do, what kind of programs do you offer? Is it a, a coaching program or is it a course that they take or how do they work with you?
1: Uh-huh. So I have two different options. I have both a done with you and a done for you option. So for some of my clients who um, really are pressed for time, they have lots of content, lots of expertise, and they just need this product created, um, they can connect with me and we will do, do, I call it a 90-10 split, I'll do 90% of the work, but I do need you to show up occasionally to tell me your content. (laughs) And then the the others, you know, they have some content, but maybe they're they're newer. They've only been in business a year or two, and they're really trying to figure out just how to put together their high ticket program, or um, maybe they want to create multiple offers, but not be scattered all over the place. Um, I usually work with them as a done with you, so it's it's more of a one on one coaching
0: okay. approach. Uh, that Yeah, that's awesome. The, the done-for-you, at this point in my life, in my business life, <laughs> done-for-you sounds wonderful. <laughs> like, Natalie, here's my idea. Make it happen. Yeah, <laughs> yep, any price, done-for-you is, like, worth it because it's just – you're going to spend that money either – figuring it out on your own, which is what I did for so many years. And I I bought so many courses that it would have been worth just, you know, hiring somebody to do it for me. Um, or, you know, and that done with you, I know from like when you're first starting out and you get a little sticker shock for the done with you or done for you packages that done with you is, uh, um, I mean, you, you almost have to have it. Like if you're not investing with done with you, it's just, you're kind of delaying the process and, you're eventually going to do done with you. (laughs) Just how much are you going to spend before you get there? You're exactly
1: right. Because, I mean, I hate, I hate to say it, but like a lot of the, you know, just take this course for $4.99, whatever. It gives you a lot of head knowledge. But once, once you've done that one time, you have the head knowledge. What you really need is the implementation of that knowledge. And I think we get hung up on, the catchy titles and okay, I have the head knowledge, but I'm hoping this other person can help me to do it in an easier way, <laughs> right? Somebody please, if I pay you $500, can you give me the same results, only make it easier than the last person made it? And, and the answer is no, that doesn't, it doesn't happen. I mean, you've got to do the work and you have to make sure that you have, are turning out quality products and programs of your own. Um, and the only way to do that, if you, If you could do it on your own, you probably would have, and kudos to you if you have, because really you don't need to pay somebody for something you can do for your own. But if you're really struggling, then it's worth that investment to have somebody come alongside you or to just kind of take it off your hands. Um, Because then you can be making money while this project's getting done rather than you being all consumed by the project and not being able to market yourself
0: yeah I, I think that's huge and I, I'll just say that uh, the first course I ever bought like four or five years ago which is kind of like late but anyway um, I bought it and I remember it was a blog uh, program like how to start a blog that kind of stuff and the funny thing is with my brother was like oh well you can f- everything that's in that course you can find on the internet for free and I'm like yeah I know but, you know, it's been like two years, and I haven't started this stupid blog yet. So I just need a little more structure, a little more organization, a little more, Katie, do this, and do uh-huh. it now, and have it done by this date. And uh, that's that's why I had invested in that program, because most of coaching stuff, you can find it all on the internet for free. But, you know, you don't know what's worth your time. You don't. You have to sort, sift, and separate through so exactly. much that... Oh my god, here's a thousand bucks. Just tell me what to do, like please. You wind
1: up in analysis paralysis. You're just yeah. like
0: so much, so much. <laughs> exactly. Um, Natalie, this sounds awesome. Uh, how do people connect with you? Where do they go? Your website, all that kind of good stuff.
1: Yeah, you can you can find my website. It's just www.natalielavelock.com. But really the best way to connect with me is to either shoot me a message in messenger or connect with me on Facebook. And that's equally as simple. It's just at Natalie Layblock.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for this. I, I know a lot of people are going to contact you because uh, this sounds awesome. <laughs>
1: thank you, Katie. Thank you. It's been a pleasure chatting with you.